This is the 50th episode of Breaking Atoms, and we want to dedicate this episode to our good friend on Instagram, Daniel J. Ardwall, who's been asking us to do an episode on DITC for about a year now. I'd like to dedicate this episode to all the dead trims out there. Hey, yo, we about to tear it up. Yo, break for break, break for break, get This right here is how we do it. It's the Breaking Atoms podcast where we break things down to the very last compound. My name is Summit, a.k.a. Clap Daddy. And my name is Chris, a.k.a. Daddy Clap. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Should we explain? If you want to. So everything's clapped. My life is clapped. My trim is clapped. Actually, my trim is dead. I need to get a haircut. So those who don't know about roadman slang, when something is clapped, it is um, not worthy of use. It's... (laughs) unworkable um it's clapped like an std it's bad for you it's funny you mentioned std i was watching um i was watching peaky blinders oh yeah the other day right and there's a scene where the guy tries to move to to, to the character called grace grace um so tommy basically you know sets it up like grace is a prostitute mm-hmm. and then hands her to his brethren wow well, pass not, on and that not his brethren but someone he's trying to do business with hand me down and that yeah like hand me downs so then he has a he has a change of thought, a change of heart. Change of heart, yeah. That? After he leaves, and he comes back, and he's like, "Don't touch her. She's got the clap." Oh yes, I remember yeah, the episode. Yeah, she's yeah, got, yeah, and yeah, I yeah. was rolling. I'm like, "What is the clap?" <laughs> Turns out syphilis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's got yeah, the clap. Yeah. STD. Yeah, that. you've got the clap. But so when somebody's clapped, it's yeah, like syphilis, the, and that you've got the clap, bro. Exactly. Don't ever get the clap. <laughs> ever in life. <laughs> how are you? I'm well, man. I'm good. How's your mental health? Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like I like the fact that you asked me how is my mental health. I got it's... it from the Joe Biden podcast, but I think there's some trends I'm happy to copy. A few months ago, many yes. moons ago, we always said that we're going to do an episode on DITC. Digging in the crates. So we're going to get our hip-hop nerdery on today. Check it. Yeah. That's yeah, big L, my big L. Check it. Okay. Whatever. Why does he always say check it? Because he's about to just blast your head off with a multitude of punchlines to make you reconsider your existence in the hip-hop game. All right. Let's talk about big L in a second. So DITC. Um, let's start with some basic facts, man. Go on. Uh, DITC, for the uninitiated, is a collective of... Producers, DJs, and MCs um, from New York, um, predominantly from the Bronx. They do have members who originate from Brooklyn and Harlem, and Mm -hmm. we'll go into those in a bit. DITC stands for Digging in the Crates, which is uh, a description of how producers and record collectors actually search for sounds and for music and things to sample and so forth. And the crates is referring to records being stored in milk crates. So when someone's saying they're digging in the crates, they could be just listening, looking for records to listen to, or they're looking for records to sample. Oftentimes, you know, you can see people in these really dingy record stores combing through, you know, uh, tons of vinyl, just looking for the elusive sound to make the next classic, next classic hip hop record. Do you know who used to dig in the crates? Who did? Draper. <laughs> Is Draper all right? Yeah, I, don't, I haven't spoken to him about it yet. Listen, he used to dig in the crates, and I think at home you when- did too. Yeah, yeah I, I still do. Okay. I, I bought some records recently. Um, where Draper in his in his uh, heyday, in his not in his heyday, but even now in his in his house, he has he has records in milk crates. Does he have the clap? He is clapped. His trim <laughs> is dead. But but like because old DJ, old school DJs used to have to carry those crates to venues, mm. to shows, and then have to dig mm. through them even when they're playing. So I just want to make that anecdote that. Draper also was digging in the crates. And not to go off on a tangent, but I really want to thank and salute all the DJs who 
now have history of back and knee problems from years. <laughs> no, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. From years of carrying records just to entertain us. We thank you and we appreciate you. Moving on. Yes. Uh, the first song to ever be called Digging in the Crates was featured on mm-hmm. the Soul Clap EP. Clap. Yeah, Soul Clap. Oh, yeah, Soul Clap. Um, <laughs> by Showbiz and AG, yeah. uh, two of the inaugural members of, of Digging in the Crates. It's a term that's now used by producers and record collectors worldwide. It's almost like um, it's it's part of the hip-hop lexicon, I would say at this point, and it has been for a while. Members of DITC include Showbiz and AG, which is short for Andre the Giant. You have Lord Finesse, Buckwild, Fat Joe, Diamond D, OC, and Big L. Rest in peace. So as a collective, I would say that DITC is, and you, you can disagree with me if you want, Yeah, they're responsible for many of the best hip-hop albums from the 90s. Yes, you I would agree? agree. I think their, their fingerprints are all over the 90s. And I think if we just take away even just the albums they've done, just what they've produced, mm-hmm. their impact, and also the family tree, which we'll go into, we'll later, go into that later. Yep. Um, just what they have done for the goal, what would be considered the golden era of hip hop. I think that is a that is a, a fair assumption. Yeah, definitely. Uh, a fair assessment, rather, to, yes. to make. Yes, thank you. And Diamond D was the first member to actually release music from the DITC collective before they were called DITC. Oh, okay. So he was part of a group called Ultimate Force with Master Rob. They released, uh, Master I, think, Rob. I think they released a 12 inch back in 1989. Nice. And there was an album called, um, I'm Not Playing. So the album was originally recorded in 88, 89, and it wasn't released until 2007. It's, it's worth noting that this album, Ultimate Force, I'm Not Playing, was uh, featured some of the very first or the very first recordings from Fat Joe. But because the album was shelved, he wouldn't have been he wouldn't have been heard till like years later. Yeah. So it's worth yeah. it's worth mentioning. That's that. that's interesting. That's yeah. interesting. So seminal DITC releases. Okay. Let's talk. Oh. So I would say we got to, we got to start at, you know at the beginning, beginning. man. Yeah. Go we got on. to start at the beginning. We got Go to start on. with um Funky Technician. Yes. Which is Lord Finesse. Yes. And DJ Mike Smooth. Oh. Finesse is um a legend yeah he's a legend i won't say fucked finesse no never say that in life finesse i've got a lot of time for because i just think you know that rapper producer that kind of combo he's very really ever talked about as one of the best right you say really like really like you know with oh rizzo yeah yeah rizzo yeah Mm. like we've got to put finesse up there yeah like and i think i think the beauty of finesse is that oftentimes when you talk about best producers on the mic I think sometimes if you're a producer and an MC, you can oftentimes just get pigeonholed as one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so as great as an MC that Ariza is, I think we predominantly think about him as pro- producer. I think he's a better producer yeah, 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 than he is a rapper. Whereas what Finesse is... I think he's as, I think he's as good, good in one as the other. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I don't disagree. I don't. Odyssey's the same. Yeah, Odyssey's the same. Equally as talented as, yep. a, as an MC and yeah, a producer. Yeah, yeah, you know, that, that's a good point. That's a but, good point. Uh, yeah, Funky Technician came out in 1990 on Wild Pitch. Wild Pitch. Um, another seminal um, album by DITC is Runaway Slave by Showbiz and AG, yeah. which originally came out in 1992 as well. Really? Um, Big L was featured on the album, Lord Finesse. 
I know we're going to talk about it later, but showbiz, I really like showbiz. We need to, we, showbiz needs to get his flowers. Nah, I really like, one. I know we're talking about favourite members. Yeah, showbiz is... He needs his flowers. Yeah, go on, Karen. So moving on, we've got Stunts, Blunts and Hip Hop. Yeah, it's a great by, album. By Diamond It's D. a great album. Amazing, great album. amazing, amazing album. Um, I think it's probably one of the, the most well-produced. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, one of the best produced hip hop no, albums I, I, ever. I think I think it's fair to say I think uh, Fat Joe's all over that album. Mm-hmm. DITC all over that album. The Click. I think it's just a, it's it's definitely a seminal album turning point. I think um, they've got some classic records. One of the best so, producers on the mic. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, forgive yeah. me if I'm wrong. I think he was the one who coined that term. But we'll get onto that later. Okay. Okay. Lifestyles of the Poor oh, and Dangerous, yeah. originally released in 1995 on yeah. Columbia Records. Yeah, amazing, amazing, amazing album. It's a very special album for me and my wife. I actually bought her a, cop- uh, a copy on vinyl. Really? Yeah, she loves, she loves that album. Can I buy you vinyl? I mean, I won't listen to it, but she will. Okay, I'll buy you copies because yeah. I always like, I, I always dig for records here and there. Pun intended. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm like, shall I buy this for Chris? I'm like, but he's gonna play it. I might just start buying you stuff. Now, buy me, buy me vinyl. That has a download card as well. No. So she can hold the vinyl and no. I can hold the download. No, no, I'll just buy you the download. Now go away now. Other seminal releases include Jealous Ones Envy. Yes. A 95 release by Fat Joe. Yes. Um, I Skip Represent, which came out in 93. As yeah. important as it was, because, you know, you had Flojo on there and Cool G Rap and Apache. Jealous I, Ones Envy. I think that was... Yeah. Jealous Ones Envy is Fat Joe's equivalent to Mob Deep's Infamous. Whereas their debut albums okay. represent yeah, a juvenile yeah, yeah, hell yeah. showed promise, promise, but not but they yeah, weren't yeah, polished yeah, 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 yeah. and they weren't. I would agree you with could, that. You could kind of skip them in the discographies, in my opinion. No, but no, I, I agree think with Jealous that. Ones Envy, like he had Premiere on there, Success um, Remix, Success Remix. He had um, Domingo. Uh, it was the first appearance of Big Pun. I kind of, I kind of skip over that Fat Joe has an album called Represent. Oh, Fat Joe the Gangster. I kind of yes, sk- he was the gangster at the time. Yeah, I kind of skip. I hear he's still, still very much a gangster. He but is he just very that from his name. Yes. No, he is, but yes, uh, yes, he's. Um, I kind of in my head, though. I know he has that in his discography. I start with Jealous Ones Envy. Me too, and it's, it's again, it's the same with Mob Deep. I always start like to me the infamous feels like because the infamous was so good. To me, this is yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Juvenile Hell was your CV. Yeah, the infamous was you on the job. Yeah, yeah, it was it. No, <laughs> Juvenile Hell was when you were in probationary period, <laughs> and the infamous is when you get paid permanent yeah, yeah, and that yeah, yeah. permanent member of staff and that no zero hour contract and that. <laughs> Moving on as well, seminal, seminal, seminal release, and I'm focusing on the early, earlier releases yeah, and yeah. the debut releases. Word Life, yeah, OC, yeah, Landmark. Hip hop yeah. album. It came out in, I think, one of the most competitive eras yeah, 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 yeah. in hip hop music, as we mentioned on a previous episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We love OC. Three people listen to. Yeah, OC will not get um, no, clapped out n- here. No, no, no. no. Jewel, Jewel, Jewels, though. Jewels. No. Jewels. No, don't, don't, don't do that. What? Are you, you going to say it's clapped? No, I'll okay. say I love that album. Me too. I love that album. It's pretty much my favorite hip hop album of all yeah, time yeah, at yeah. this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. So, favorite members. Yeah. Summit, over to you. Let's split this up. Who is your favorite? Who is your favorite DITC producer? Oh, finesse. Why? Um, he has a soul. Not that he doesn't have a soul, but his music and the way he produces just has. There's a funk and soul to it. Obviously, the funky technician that I just resonate with. I don't mind Diamond D, but 
I gravitate more to the finesse style of producing. Uh, I think that it really, at that time in which he produced, I think it really suited the style of Fat Joe. Mad sleigh bells and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like the way the way in which a Filters rapper... Filters and that. Yeah, the way in which a rapper could perform on that track, I feel like the sense his sensibility is more suited to mine. Gotcha. Especially for that era. When I think of that era, I think of finesse. That's the era I think nice. of. Nice. Okay. Diamond D, great, but for me, the producer is finesse. If we're talking about other members that I like, I don't mind AG. He still puts music out. I still like it. But is he, is he, so are you going on to your favorite MC now? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Shoot. I really, no, it's not really my favorite MC because then I'd put OC. OC is my favorite one of my all times, but I have to give a shout out to Showbiz. Not mm. as an MC, I just think as a, as a member. Mm. My, the fact is, he ran the streets, he had full respect. He transformed. Didn't he beat an an attempted murder charge? Possibly, it's possible. Yeah. I, I hear Showbiz is um. He is thorough. Yeah, he's a thoroughbred. But he's I think he's very much of the time where you know you don't go around shouting your business, and you yeah. still move with respect, and you still you know you still move honorably. So but you I, handle your business yeah. accordingly, as and when you need to. I think so. Diamond D was very instrumental in getting Fat Joe to rap. Yes. He was there from the beginning. Right. Like Fat Joe always says, you know, Diamond D on DITC as I'll save my life. Yeah. Showbiz, if if we're looking at Fat Joe as being the gangster, Fat Joe would always say that on his side, the Latinos, um, he would have them behind the terror squad. They run the streets that side. And they were a very thorough group, by the way. And then on the other side, he would always say the African-Americans, or in, especially in the Bronx, Showbiz ran. And that's why they came together. But for Showbiz then to take what he learned from the streets and his respect, it's almost like if Top Dog became a rapper, or if Top Dog started getting involved in music in the same way as Fat Joe would. He's Top Dog is the executive. Showbiz could have just been the executive. No, he got his hands dirty. Mm. He rapped. He he got involved in all the on the projects. And what I love about Showbiz, I think he doesn't get credit for. He is a, a living case study in sticking to what you're best at. Yeah, 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 yeah. And mastering Agreed. your craft because Agreed. he was rapping on the first Showbiz and AG album. Agreed. Now, when you're rhyming next to Andre the Giant, who originally met Lord Finesse at a battle because they were battling each other. Right. He probably just realised, you know what? This Andre guy, he's really good at rapping, you know? He's Had... probably much better than me. Why am I... Why, why am, am I, I rapping exactly. as well? Let me just focus on the beats. And I think that as as classic as... Runaway Slave is as an album I really think When that Goodfellas album came out That's when I was like yeah. Okay his, his, Okay he, We have a problem now Him playing his position But I think he will learn that From the streets Yeah He has enough ma- Maturity to know Actually I step away And let the guys Let the guys Do what they do best But that's why I liken him to Top Dog It's like Top Dog If you want to rap or produce And got involved Top Dog's going No 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 That's not me I'm handling the business I'm good with that and he said, but Showbiz is that equivalent. He's that 90s, 90s equivalent where he could have ran the shit or ran the group, but actually because he had the respect of everyone. I'm glad, he's, I'm glad he stuck to music though. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. No, no, for music. sure. He changed his life. So your favourite producer is, Finesse. recap, Lord Finesse and your favourite MC in the group? It's got to be OC or okay. Big L, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Big L... To have... there's no there's no there's no whack MCs in DITC. No, let's no, just, no, no. Let's just make that no, clear because no, no. AG is also a very very serious MC. No, I agree. very serious. They, none of them are are terrible. 
in terms of my favorite I would have to go for OC because I just his albums I gravitate to more but the talent of Big L well one it was cut down short but two I also called him clapped so that's not a very good thing no it's not good um Big L for someone to to take slang and I know everyone says this about Ebonics but someone to take slang like that and turn it into a song for any rapper out there, people can't do that now. Mm. Um, that, that, that you have to have a certain level of talent to be able to do that. You have, a, you have to have a certain level of talent to be battling people who are considered the greatest of all times um, and prove yourself worthy. His freestyle game, his, his punchlines, some of them were, you know, some of them could be quite out there and deemed <laughs> in, in the... He may he may have got cancelled in today's yeah, era. Yeah, yeah, he would have yeah, been cancelled. Cancelled, but it was there was there was there was something about the way in which he rapped that not just his voice because it was, it was distinct, but he it felt like like Guru from Gangstar just loved to fucking rap, and mm. Big L just loved to rap, mm-hmm. and he tried to find really fun and cool ways to deliver his punchlines, his metaphors. That he it's almost like he always tried to abet himself with every verse. Um, and I think it's just a shame he's, he got cut down even before he got into his prime. Favorite rapper though for me would be OC. Just would you? just because Word Life, Jules, he just OC was a different type of beast. And I'm not saying that wouldn't have happened for Big L. Um, just didn't have the same discography or the time. Gotcha, gotcha. So How my favorite you? producer yeah. in DITC, Buckwild. Okay. Bangers, bangers, bangers yeah, yeah, for days. Enough. Extremely, extremely versatile. Um, yeah. I think when you, people think of Buckwild, obviously, you know, you think of the stuff he did on Word Life, mm-hmm. Times Are, Born to Live, and some of the, the lesser known songs. The remixes in that. Yeah, but you also got to remember, you know, he did stuff for like Organized Confusion yeah. Yeah. that same year, the Stress album. He did stuff for the Artifacts as well. But Buckwild's a really good R&B producer. Is he? Too. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff for, he's done songs for Faith Evans. Okay. Um, he's done a lot of stuff with Bad Boy. Um, Faith Evans, Cherie Dennis as yeah. well, who was on Bad Boy for a while. Um, and he's also worked with, you know, the best of the underground and the best of the commercial mainstream. So he did songs for Biggie too. He did songs for Jay-Z. Like he was he was around. So I don't think I've ever heard a Buckwild track that I don't like. That's fair. And that's, that's 25 fair. years now. Yeah. I would highly recommend um, if you guys are listening, all four of you. <laughs> Three you and should, a half now. <laughs> you should listen to Buckwild a few years ago on No Sleep Recordings. Was it No Sleep Recordings? Yeah, No Sleep Recordings. He released a, a, a remix compilation. It was double disc. Mm. All his best remixes and unreleased songs. So there's like an MV... There's two MVP remixes on there. No. There's a Life's a Bitch remix on there. A lot of this stuff didn't come he out. He did do... He did do a Life's yeah. a Bitch remix. Yeah, stuff that he did for like Ill Biscuits as well. There's a few DITC remixes on there. Some unreleased OC. That that compilation was really good. crazy. Spotify and that. Um, I think it's on Spotify. Yeah, I'll have yeah. to do it later. Yes, nice. I think it's on Spotify. Buck, buck, so yeah, favourite producer. Favourite producer. Yeah. Uh, my favourite MC in the group is Omar Credo. Like, we don't need to explain why. <laughs> I keep saying this. I keep saying this. OC is one of the goats. He is. He doesn't like. Nope. He doesn't get told. No he slander did. on this podcast. They, None um, whatsoever. They, they don't talk about OC enough. No. And it's because it's underground and, and people just don't... People forget. People don't even talk about DITC. And that's something I want to touch on in the end. I think for when you look at the influence in music, I don't think they're spoken of yeah. as highly as they should be. 
and as often as they should their be. Their tentacles are all over rap. All over. We're going to cover that. Yeah. We're going to cover fine, that. Fine. Favorite DITC albums. I have a list of three here. Go on, hit me with your three. So my my three, and these are just my favorites. Please do not kill me, crucify me, or cancel me. Also, if anyone does, fuck them. So top, mm-hmm. my favorite DITC album is Jewels by OC. Yep. Yep. I. Uh, <sighs> it's a great album. It's a great album. War Games. I declare war games. I love this. Uh, isn't it? Bumpy um, Knuckles, are the you bump- ready to There we energy? go. I was about to say. I was about to say that. The gusto is coming home with me. I'm, gonna, I'm just yeah, getting man. emotional, bro. He's no average MC. With a smart. Listen. <sighs> we should do a. We Enough should do, said. We need to do an episode on Gangstar. It's funny. I was saying that to myself the other day, we and I never texted you about it. We need to do an episode on Gangstar. Okay. Gangsta Tribute to Gangsta? Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. Put you it on the list. You, yeah, I know we're talking about DITC, but do you know the song I can't stop listening to? What's that? Next time. Moment of Truth. That whole album, though. I mean, they all, I mean, we could do a whole episode on the album. Hold, but hold that thought. We're going to do, anyway. do a Gangsta tribute. Uh, a Gangsta Foundation tribute. Yes, yes, yes. Moving on. Go on. The Awakening by Lord Finesse. Yeah. That album is yeah. too short, but it's so oh. dope. Yeah. Like... If that ends up being Lord Finesse's last solo album that he releases in his lifetime, it's, good, it's right? a way to go yeah, out, bro. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. that album, again, is really important to me and my wife. Dr. Dre-esque and that, just, you know, funny great you, Funny you say that, because he produced um, The Message for Dr. Dre. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think that beat was meant to go on the album. Oh, really? It was originally called the Chinese beat. Yeah, so I've got the demo of that song with, with Lord Finesse rapping on that beat. Does that exist widely? It was on a, a rare and unreleased compilation that I bought a few years ago. Again, I think it was on No Sleep Ooh. Recordings. I wish those guys would come back. So yeah, um, <laughs> it's called, I'm just trying to dig it up now. It was called, was it called, I think Rel, no, was Rel on it at the time? Rel from uh, my our good friends at Rockefeller yes. Records. Yes, so there's a there's a version out there nice. with Lord Finesse rapping on the, on the beat for the message. But you know, being the smart genius that he is, mm. he basically said, "Well, you know what? I could put it on my album. I sell a few hundred thousand. Put it but on Dr. Dre's Dr. album. Dre, yeah, yeah. He's taking off that for, for he's, life. He's probably still getting royalty checks from yeah, the album. It's, so it's a good album. It's, it's, a be- it's a good song. It's a beautiful thing. And then my my uh, my last pick in terms of favorite DITC albums are Lifestyles of the Poor and Dangerous. Big, Big L. L. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. For MVP alone. Yeah. Alone. See, I. I was thinking about um, that album, decided against it because I thought it'd be not too easy, but it's, it's something that you'd put in. But I'm, my favourites, so I'll go with the bonus. I put Awakening as one of my bonus. Okay. Because um, again, I thought it might be quite easy to go, oh yeah, I'll just do, just do Lord Finesse Awakening. Uh, what I've got is Jealous One's Envy, not in any particular order, uh, Stunts, Blunts and Hip Hop. Good picks. And Jules. Okay. Those are my... And then I'm the not wa- mad at that. And the Awakening is my bonus. I'm not mad at that It's all. just because <clears throat> with Fat Joe, I really like Fat Joe. Me too. I fucking... An- another person, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves. Fucking love Fat Joe. Yep. Yep. Um, I love his music. Obviously not the Make a Rain crap and all that shit, right? But his his music in the 90s and even some of the stuff he's done. I, I listened to the song he did with was a West Side Gun recently. Oh, he are. Oh, oh amazing. my God. Amazing. He sounds so good. I'm like... And I've got to say, man, that Static Selector beat... Yes. ...is one of the best beats I've heard by... Yeah. And I'm not... It's not me saying that Static isn't dope, because he is. Mm. But sometimes... 
when you're when Stack Selector's so good, yeah, I think sometimes his best work can sometimes get overlooked because he's just so, he's consistently, so consistently good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that beat really stood out to me. Stack Selector has consistently got better, and yeah. he's at a point where things what he puts out, there's no whack shit. As a producer, I think he could easily be indeed DITZ easily. Is that is that the thing we're gonna talk about later? Later. You think he's gonna be in that? No, but I've got I've got another pick for DITC. I've got a couple. I've got another pick. Okay, go on. Favorite work outside DITC though. Okay, so I've got a list here, man. Go on, hit no, me the list. Because I'm the list guy. Because I was right? gonna say there was a. I mean, thinking about the nineties, uh-huh. it's a seminal album in the nineties. That looks like worldwide smash. I think I know which one you're talking about. It has one of the best skits ever. In, a, in an album for me. I think I know what you're talking about. What we're talking about. The score. Yeah. Yeah. Diamond D was on there. Yeah. On on the title track. It's time yep. to settle the score. And I think that's the verse he coined best producer on the mic. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I've got that cassette. I've I think that, that sold vinyl. like 20 million copies. Yeah. I've got that cassette, vinyl and CD. Yeah. Classic album. Yes. Came out on the same day. Random fact. Came out on the same day as All Eyes On Me. Really? By Tupac and the same day as uh, From Where by Mad Skills. So Mad Skills often says that he came out on the worst day in hip hop history. (laughs) He came out with two albums that sold like 100 million copies. (laughs) Uh, uh, It's going to be the score for me. The score? The score score is because I have such affinity to it. It's it's almost part of my childhood. Yeah. Standard. I remember being on the 220 bus going to school with my Iowa Walkman. There used to it's be time a, to settle the score. There used to be a show on Channel Four called Flavor. I remember. Yeah, I remember. Flavor. Flavor it was a music TV show late at night, and they used to do um, they used to do live performances, but mostly used to do uh, videos, mm-hmm. interviews, etc. And I remember we recorded, so we'd put the VCR on timer to record Flavor, which come at like one, two o'clock in the morning on Channel 4, just so we could watch the video for Fuji La. Okay. The premiere. Okay. Now you got to remember, we don't have YouTube. We don't have any. This is this is the premiere for Fuji La. Wake up in the morning and watch it. And watch it over and over and over again to you know what Praz does, to pick out stupid things in the video. Okay. It was the thing. Flavor was part of my childhood. I've got a uh, random fact Go on. about Fuji La. Go on. Uh, Fat Joe turned down that beat. No. Yes, yeah, Salam Remy. Fat Joe turned it down. I found that out. Shout out to Gino from Microchop on Twitter. Um, so yeah, Fat Joe turned down that beat, and he didn't sign Eminem when he could have. So yeah, yeah Joseph. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joseph. Yeah. But you know, he, as well as he's done, and he's still out here doing yeah. well. Um, he. I mean, you know what? I, I I believe that the right people got that beat in the end. Yeah. But when you consider how many records that sold, one. You know what? You can't hold it against one if you're thinking, "Oh man, I should have taken that beat." I, I, I don't think it would have done justice the way Lauren Hill did. No, they, I think the right because when you think about the the sound and how how integral Salam Remy was uh, to the Fujis, I think the right people got him. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Buckwild also yep. did a lot of a lot of work. He did he did outside Biggie of and, DITC? Yeah. But I think if we're going to talk about Buckwild and his work outside of the Click, "Whoa" by Black Rob. Yeah. Yeah, to me, this is yeah. the New York East Coast version of "Ha" by Juvenile. Yeah. I got this bad chick uptown. She was whoa. Yeah, he basically to me, it's Juvenile "Ha," <laughs> an East Coast version. Fair point. And that's not even me trying to, you know, no, I'm, no, I'm no, not trying to shortchange. No, it. no, that's fair. That beat, yeah. bro. Yeah. 
Still plays. Dun, dun, dun. It still plays. It still goes hard you, now. You see how my body changed? Yeah, 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 yeah. Whoa. Black Rob. Yeah. Fun fact. Go on. Big pun turned out on that beat. Yeah. And Memphis Bleak. Okay. But again, the right person got it. I, th- I think, yeah. I don't the right think, person I, I don't think about pun on that. No, I think I think it was suited to Black yeah. Rob. Black Rob would have killed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We mentioned The Message by Dr. Dre, which yep. was produced by Lord Finesse. Finesse. I got a story to tell. Biggie, produced by Buck Wild. I told you, bro. These these guys, the list of classics is long, bro. They're very well respected, aren't yeah, they? Yeah. From your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. But this is what I'm saying. Yeah. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. OC. Jay Z. Bonafide. Yeah. I love that song. That's so any, so I love. That's one of my one of my favorite Jay Z collabs. Buck Wild again. Is Bonafide. Um, OC did an interview and he's, he he said in an interview, I think it was with Uncut, Uncut.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he basically said he can't remember if he ever paid Jay-Z for it. He said he never, Jay-Z never bothered him for any money. I don't think he would have. They, um, were, they, were, they were cool, man. They were but cool. if you look at the uh, the liner notes in Jules, yeah. he shouts out Dame Dash. He does. And, and he, does. he calls, you know, he says Jigger. Yeah, yeah, so, he does. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, whilst you may not see them in pictures all the time or in the same circles, I think there's a mutual respect. I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, because I remember OC used to say he could get Jay Z on the line and chat to him, and 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 they would chat often. Mm-hmm. I I think there's as much as Jay Z gets a bad rap for leaving people behind. I think he will keep like all of us will keep in touch with people that he wants to. Yeah. Um, Interesting fact about OC. Yeah. And his Bon Appetit album, which for the hardcore the hardcore DITC fans, you know, many of us will say you know it wasn't OC's best work, but he said in an interview as well that. Bon Appetit was instrumental in kind of providing Jay-Z with some artistic inspiration behind the blueprint. Because nice. supposedly Buckwild would have, you know, be playing some of the songs and the beats to Jay-Z. So, so this is what I was so saying. So even though Bon Appetit wasn't, yeah. you know, lauded like the other stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. still still quite influential, should the, that be true. You know, earlier I was talking about Lord Finesse and the soul and the funk he had. That, in my head, what I was thinking about, because I love Jay-Z and everyone knows I love Jay-Z. But I you think don't that, say. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, right. Rockefeller forever. Um, but that whole idea of being soul and funky in my head, the reason why I say that is because it makes me think of the blueprint. Okay. And I think in some ways, whether it's indirectly or not, I think he would have influenced that sound. Because um, whether it be Just Blaze or whether it be Kanye West, they would have looked up to finesse as rap fans. They would have gone, fuck me. That's the kind of guy I want to be. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's the lineage that I would say. Absolutely. Okay. We can never forget Diamond D also featured on The Low End Theory oh, by Tribe West, which is one of the best rap albums of all time. Yeah, 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 yeah. Low, Low End Theory is excellent. Diamond D is not, but Low End Theory is great. We need to talk about your um, off mic. We need to, I need to find gripes. out yeah, your gripes. My gripes, bro. Because yeah, now Just I can't. Now I can't. So funny stuff. But now I can't send this to Diamond D. I hope you know you've ruined the whole promotional campaign for this podcast. I had it all planned out who I was going to tweet. <laughs> <laughs> who I was going to send it to, and you have ruined it. Thank you so much. I'm sorry. Showbiz. Yes. A lot of his stuff. Um, KRS One. Yeah. Um, a I friend. Can imagine, I can imagine. But Fat Joe. There's a song that a lot of people know, but they don't know Showbiz did it. What's that? Whoop whoop. The son of the police. Yeah. Even people from the Caucasus yeah, Mountains know that song. Caucasus. Yeah, man. they know that song, but Showbiz did it. <laughs> Listen, that's the song we play when we go to Babylon. Yeah, man, that's the Babylon anthem. <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the police. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, showbiz. Yeah, showbiz, showbiz I'm telling you, man, showbiz is, is low-key 
Showbiz is brilliant, man. He's brilliant. And supposedly, he's he's very instrumental in kind of like, oh, I don't, this sounds weird saying it, but Go like on. teaching Premiere certain yeah. things on the production tip, yeah. you know, like, you know, he was, he's been around, man. He's been showbiz around. Showbiz should get, around. like you said earlier, Showbiz should get his flowers. Yeah. And, and he uh, doesn't, uh, he's I mean, not talked about. Hopefully yeah. this podcast is, is our way of giving him his flowers, I, man. I love, Much love, respect to Showbiz. I love all day. Showbiz. I love all day. Showbiz. All day. Let's talk about Big L. Can't talk about DITC without Big L. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think his impact was, um, was his, his impact and his loss was well felt across hip hop. Um, I think he was the he was the golden child, I think, of DITC. I think they all had high hopes for him. I think he was part of the right crew. They tried to keep him out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Shit happens. I mean, Big L, just the way he was, he was this super talented guy, but was still in the streets. And that says a lot about DITC because they're super talented. I don't think that's necessarily true, though, you know? What? I mean, I, I don't want this to be a platform of kind of spreading rumours, but I think, and I don't want this to kind of overshadow what Big L brought to the game in terms of lyrics and talent, but I think it's one of those situations where you're kind of guilty by association. I don't think he was necessarily the target. No, so he wasn't the target, but he would spend his time. So when I say in the streets, I don't mean that he was doing dirt. He's in the street as in he's on the block where he may not become the target, but it could happen where if okay. you're in the wrong place, right, wrong time. So he was he was among the people. He was among the people, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. But when people have bad mind, yeah, when they're from Babylon, yeah, when they're from Babylon, because I I used to hear like interviews of Fat Joe, and he'd be like, he's just fighting people on the street because he's not one to back down from a fight. It's not like he's the he's he was quite slim, he had you know slight frame, but he would still fight anyone, and that was just the kind of person and character he was. The thing that happened when he got when he when he got killed. Or, or rather, I should say, got murdered. He wasn't the target. His brother was, right? And so he got murdered. We lost a great rapper and a great talent. But he, it was wrong place, wrong time. But he was in the streets of Harlem on the same block. They, that is home. That's not to say that he shouldn't go home. We should all go home. But it's about taking yourself out of that situation to go. Shit could go left. Biggie used to do the same thing. Biggie would run up to a club. I remember hearing the story where it was uh, Jay-Z, Tata, Biggie, and like some other people in the in a, in a car. They get to a club, they open the door. Jay and Tata get out, and they're about to go in the club. Biggie looks and goes, nah, I'm good, I'm, 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 I'm going to go home. They're like, what are you talking about? Nah, I ain't feeling it tonight. They took the piss out of him. He's like, why is he so scared to come to the club? And what Biggie said was, what he, what, what he said later was, I didn't want to put myself in a position where there could be trouble. I'm removing myself from that because I will. I know how I will react in a situation. Mm. And I think sometimes that kind of maturity can help. So, yeah, no, you know, Big L, love him. You know, his freestyles will live long in the memory. Mm-hmm. His albums will live long, long in the memory. His name will live long in the memory. He was immortalized. Many MCs got clapped by yeah, Big L. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. They got clapped, bro. He, they had to clap. He's immortalized by gangster. <laughs> <laughs> I still can't get over ego. She's got the clap. She's got the clap. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Much respect to Big L. Nah, he, no, but he's a punchline. Punchline king. Yeah, I don't even want to reel off the punchlines. Man said, "I'm so deaf, I need a hearing aid with an equalizer." <laughs> like, 
It's almost like he's out, trying to outdo his own punchlines. Bro, he's, he's battling himself. It's like, you know, like we call it, the Americans call it snapping. Yeah, yeah. that's, yeah. Supposedly you know he was the, the king of that. You know, when you take the mick out of someone, so you have the your mama jokes, your mama's yes, so fat. Yes. That. That's what he, the, the reason I say humor earlier, that's almost what like he was doing with his rhymes. Showbiz, showbiz says in interviews that he was the kind of guy, like he'll come through the studio and just start making fun of people. Like you, you, you. He would annoy you, but he was funny. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fu- he just, like I've, I can almost see him doing pranks and shit. Yeah, Not like like fucking. Fart he was he was stuff. like he was like stand up comedy meets rap. Funny, bruv. Yeah. When he goes um, I knocked so many teeth out of niggas' mouths. The tooth fairy went bankrupt. Why is the tooth fairy <laughs> flying around with no money, bruv? <laughs> this is what I mean. Like that. That's funny. When he that got, what did he say again? Funny. He goes um, he goes um, I wasn't poor. I was po. I couldn't afford the OR. See what I'm saying? This is there's a different level. We're dealing we're dealing with talent, a hype, not of this world. Yeah. L keep not- rappers' hearts pumping like Reeboks. Come on, stop it, stop it. So yeah, Big L. But it's worth mentioning um on lifestyles of the poor and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Big L featured a pre-fame Jay Z and Cameron on the album. Yeah. Cameron was referred to as Killer Cam. Killer Cam at the time. I prefer I like Killer Cam yeah. as a name rather than Cameron. It's not marketable now. Yeah, I like Killer Mike. But we got Killer Mike. It's okay. Killer Mike, yeah. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. First album didn't sell that much, though. Yeah. But it's still a classic. It's, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The, the, the numbers, so we put so much importance to the numbers, but rap fans or fans of hip hop or fans of music, those sale numbers don't matter. No. Not when you're dealing with a guy like Big L. I mean, no. But, but even even if it's anyone else, those sales are, that, that matter, they, they matter to the labels. Yeah. We shouldn't judge. And we've got to a place now where numbers don't really matter anymore. I think that left with 50 Cent because he used to harp on about that all I the disagree. Time. I think numbers are still important to some people. I mean, they may not be important to you, but you go on Twitter and people will still argue about numbers. Streaming numbers. You've got artists saying stream it like this, repeat this, and put it on this platform. Play oh, it while you're going to bed. It's still important, bro. No. Well, I okay. think sometimes you got to remember just because it's not important to us, it's still a thing, man. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not a data thing. and that, data and that, new I'm, religion and that, yeah, new religion yeah. and that. You said it and that. You said it and that. <laughs> did I say yeah, that? You said it. We did an episode on it, bro. Did I say yeah, data's yeah, new yeah, religion? Yeah, it'd be quite nice. Sorry, stop talking, stop talking right, foolishness. Fine, fine, isn't sorry, it? sorry, sorry. Okay. I think Big L is just. Uh, a personification of humour with an energy and I miss the guy man yeah, yeah wish he was here yeah, yeah. I, I only say that he's going through my notes and that I, I a, piece, a piece I read today said that he was a check this out a street smart lyricist with a devilish tongue yeah that's fair enough yeah devilish tongue I don't like the I don't like that connotation though yeah it's better you say that sharp than, tongue than, and that than Babylon Babylon tongue it's not, it's not a Babylon a clapped tongue you get me his tongue was clapped <laughs> <laughs> okay we're going to put right. together the perfect DITC album you want to give that a go yeah why not I'll let you do All right, it alright so listen if we let's start from the beginning, right? Yeah. If we go on Runaway Slave, yeah, I'm gonna put fat pockets on there. I like my pockets fat, not okay. flat. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Okay. Moving on. Um, let's go to Funky Technician. Even though that was before Runaway Slave, doesn't matter. Funky Technician. What am I gonna put on Funky Technician? Oh, I keep the crowd listening. Yes. Let's great go. With song. Like, yeah, yeah. Great, keep, great, great, yeah, great, great, great song. That's good. Let's go to Finesse's second album, which was called Return of the Funky Man. Yeah. I'm gonna do put on there. Um. Stop sweating the next man. Okay, I love that. I love that. Um, I can't remember what the break is, but I think the locks also they used the same it. break on okay. um, get right. that money from All money, right. power, and respect. All right. Uh, Diamond D. Diamond Stunts, D. Stunts, blunts, okay. and hip hop. I'm gonna go with Sally. Sally's got a one track yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah. Mind. Sally's got a one track mind. Word life. Now I'm torn because oh. the obvious choice is gonna be Times Up, but I don't want to put Times Up on no, the perfect no. album. Put that on the bonus track. I'm gonna put on. Go on. 
Points of views. Points of views. Do that. Points of views. Do that. Okay. Lifestyles of the poor and dangerous. What song are we putting on there? What you got? I've got all black. I think that's showbiz. Is that showbiz? Ooh. I think that's showbiz, bro. Ooh. I'm checking my files, bro. I'm checking my notes, bro. All black, big L. I'm going to have your family dressed in all black. Is that showbiz? It's, Tell me I'm right. It's Lord Finesse. It's Lord yeah. Finesse. Um, yeah. I'm yeah. Going, I'm I, going with all black, bro. I, I... Oh, mate, this is... I'm going with all black, bro. Danger Zone? Nah, I'm no. going with all black, bro. Can we not like be like really like simple and just like the graveyard? No, all black. All right, all black. Do yeah, it. It's do, be it. All black, do it. Do it. Do it. All right, good fellas. Good Showbiz and AG. Now I'm gonna say something quite blasphemous here. They clapped. No. Oh, damn. Even though their first EP was called Soul Clap. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. Go on. Next level, but not the DJ Premier Nighttime mix. Which I'm which? going with the original. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. Fine, I love, fine. No, I love Premiere. Fine. But I'm going with the original. Yeah. Diamond D. Um, hatred. What is it called? Hatred, Passions and uh, Infidelity. I think right. that's what it's called off right. the top of my head. Right. Um, that was his second album from 1997. Let me just double check that. I got the name right. The album is called... Okay, this is when he was calling himself Diamond. Okay, hatred, passions, and infidelity. So yeah. yeah, I got it right. I'm gonna go with the hiatus, Fine. even though there's a mad, oh. there is an absolutely mad DITC posse cut on here called Five, Five Fingers, Fingers of, of Death. Death. I mud. was gonna say mud that that mud part of hip hop. It's part of the language we talk. We speak mud. when we talk about Five Fingers of yes. Death. Yes, and one day we're gonna do a, um, an episode on best posse cuts. But that tune there is mud. Can we not put that in? Yeah, let's do that. Then. Let's put that in. Because I that. actually think that the performance of the performance of one uh, Coleman. Yeah, Lamont. Yeah. Lamont Coleman. Yeah. yeah. Yes, so yes. Of yes. one Coleman yes. deserves yes. to be. It was mod. Yeah, 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 it was yeah, mod. Yeah, yeah. Jules, what song? We p- you pick a song from Jules. You do it. I, I got it. Go on, hold on. My World. Uh, and you know the reason why I say My World? We ain't got no premiere produced. Songs on this DITC album. Put that's success. wrong. Oh, I didn't even put um, JOE on. Okay, we'll add success. Yeah, put success. success if, if you okay. want, if you okay. want a DJ premiere. Okay, okay. If you want a I'm DJ premiere, let's do success. The okay. remix, right? Let's do that. Let's not. Let's not. Let's not keep Fat Joe out of this. Um. All right. So you want jewels, right? Right. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. See, shall we? Uh, what can we do for jewels? I said my world. Yeah, I don't want to go. Or with um, world. M.U.G. Money Underground. Yes, with Freddie Fox. Yes, Bumpy Knuckles, baby. Let's do that. Okay, that's the one. Um, Lord Finesse, the Awakening. I'm gonna pick Food for Thought. Fair. Great storytelling song, and it's Fair. still it's still got that. Fair. You know. Fair. Head nod factor. Fair. And I think if we go to the D.I.T.C. album that was originally released on Tommy Boy, the D.I.T.C. that itself, it's called D.I.T.C. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's got a sticker that says Worldwide on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Work and people think it's called Worldwide, and it's not. It's not. Um, it's just called D.I.T.C. Uh-huh. Um, I'm gonna go with Day One. Yeah. Who else sampled that? We're gonna um, touch on that. Young G's. Young G. We're going to touch on that. We're going to touch right, on right, that. Fine, 
We're going to touch on that. Let's do that. Is that a good DITC album for you? Yeah, that's fine. And for our listeners, I actually have a DITC playlist. Okay. That I've made. I'll put it in the description. So if you want to... Apple? Yeah. If you want to hear some of these songs... You didn't do a title one though, right? No, you do that. Um, Since you're the spokesperson for them, (laughs) Um, So if people want to hear some of these songs, you can listen to them on the playlist that I include in the description. Okay. Okay. Let's do this. If there was one person... Yep. Now. Now. That you could add to DITC... Yeah. Whether it be an MC or a producer, yeah. who would it be and why? Knots. Explain why. Because I think he would fit seamlessly with the group. I think he has enough range in his production to satisfy the requirements of the likes of Andre the Giant, um, Mr. Coleman, um, Fat Joe, um, even Finesse. I think... I th- even OC, all of the all the group members, I think Knots would be a, a fantastic addition. Um, even your man Bink, you know, he did a remix for them. He, he did a even he did a remix of the Enemy. Even your man Bink would work he, really nicely with DIT. His remix of the Enemy was great. And I was also thinking about Jake One as okay. well as a just a f- like very left field, just to add a different energy because Knots feels like. All right, he's part of the Ninth Wonder lineage, but then Ninth Wonder lineage. You know, you know he also. came before Ninth, don't it? No, no, no. But I'm saying. I'll say that again. No, no, no. I'm, what I'm saying what, is that. What are you talking about? What I'm saying is the lineage that Jamler and all those guys come from is still from DITC. Yeah, of course. That's what I'm saying. So he would he would not to slot in quite nicely, but I'd like to see someone like Jake One play their trade with uh, with a DITC Good crew. Good shout. I've got one pick. Thirty eight special. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he has the humor. The punchlines yeah. and the unique delivery that he could, and I'm not trying to say that Big L could ever be replaced, but okay. that humor and wit and punchlines, I don't think, I think since Big L's passing, I think that's been a key element that people miss, miss. Okay. from DITC. Yeah, and that's, that's not fair. to say the others don't have it, but Big L personified that. So you've got a guy like 38 Special um, on, the, on the Benny the Butcher EP, the plugs I made, he came out and he yeah. said, um, Niggas say they want gunplay. Cool. But they really don't want to go there like Sunday school. <laughs> I'm like, you know, it's funny. It's, it's, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's just yeah, really yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if I can... Should go I say on. it? Go on. The reason why I thought of 38 Special is that he's actually doing an album with DITC. Is it? It's called 38 in the Crates. No. Yeah. So, you know, you go on Instagram. They're, they're working on it, when man. they're supposed to do an album together back again, like the whole crew again. Cool. DITC. They have. They've done. They did um DITC studios. Oh, they did. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, and volume two's coming out in two weeks. No, next week. Next week. Wow. Yeah, and we got to touch on that at the end. But like, showbiz is still releasing albums. Yeah, AG. OC still yeah. releasing albums. People are working, bro. They're still working. People are working, man. Yeah. Let's talk about the DITC family tree. Yeah. It's cool. a very rich family tree, and I think another thing that DITC don't get credit for is their eye for talent. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have an extremely good eye for talent, both collectively and individually. And um, if we're going to talk about the DITC family tree, we've got to mention the ghetto dwellers. Yeah. Not to be confused with the cellar dwellers. Cellar dwellers so the ghetto different. dwellers were D Flow and Party Artie. Rest Party in peace. Party Artie. Rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Party Artie had yes. a really. He had a voice that was reminiscent of Twin Gambino. Yeah, yeah. Party yeah. Artie. Oh, so shit. got to mention the ghetto dwellers. A Bless. Okay. Bless an OC hey, going bless. back to Cali. High as the moon as I rap the Cali. Yeah. yeah. All right. Good shout. Milano. Milano, Milano. Constantine. Constantine's um, a he's, name, he, though. Yeah, he's it? made, I think, 
I don't want to call it a comeback, but some of the stuff he's been putting out in recent Recently, years has been yeah. amazing. Him and Showbiz just dropped an album a couple of months ago called Boulevard Author, okay. which was, bruv, when I was on the treadmill listening to that, <laughs> listen, I'd still be running now, you know. <laughs> the DITC family tree, got to mention Big Pun. Yeah. Because Pun was on full scale LP and EP. Yeah. And he was also on the um the DITC album on Where You're At with Milano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Cuban Link was on there too. Cuban Link. Oh, yeah, Cuban Link. Tashane? Tashane? Yeah, Tashane was one of the more newer members, but, you know, rest in peace. He Tashane. was Yeah, he was he was taken down as well, but he was very talented. You can check out Tashane on, I think he's definitely on um A-Room Therapy. Which that was name a, does, I'm, like, I'm not going to sit here and say I know Tashane. He was on A-Room Therapy by Showbiz. He really talented. Very, that name rings a bell, I don't know why. You got to think of guys like David Bars. Yeah. So David Bars has got a new album coming out next week called The Barcode, I think. Okay. And Premiere's done two songs. Yeah, nice. Buckwild, Beat nice. Miners, I think, as well. So Buckwild, yeah, you know what? Now that hearing you talk about Buckwild. Bro, Anthony does, Best. Anthony Best, yeah? Anthony Best. Anthony does, Best, bro. Does not get. Anthony Best is the best. You know when he does it, like, this is the thing about rap, man. It pisses me off sometimes that some of these guys who have put the work in, um, who have helped to shape what rap has become they don't get clued in the conversation bruv I will, I will never stop talking about Anthony Best in life yeah, Anthony Buck Best Wild, is the best Buckwild mm. Anthony Best is the best so other names cool. Majestic Gage these are these are newer people it's, okay. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to really drive home the point that DITC still live conf- on yeah and, they're yeah, not yeah, confined yeah, yeah, to the yeah, 80s yeah. and 90s they're still no. you know looking for talent and yeah. still putting people on and they've got a beautiful studio in the Bronx now like uh, but you know you they're, they're linked to Premiere yeah it's still Gangstar. You mentioned Premier, like um, Lord Finesse said in, in a piece that um, Premier, he was the first artist that Premier worked with outside of Gangstar. So the reason uh. why Lord Finesse got onto Wild Pitch is because Guru heard his demo yeah. and said, you guys need to sign this dude. Yeah. Um, he said that Premier was there for every session where the funky technician was made. Is that right? He was there. So he said Premier really should have been executive producer because he helped with the vocals nice. and all of that. Another fun fact about Funky Technician, oftentimes people say that Illmatic was the first album to feature a, like a, a selection of producers. Mm-hmm. I want to give that credit to Funky Technician. Okay. Because even though you had the DITC crew on it, you had Diamond D, Showbiz. Is that what they say about Illmatic? Mm. I mean, I know they got the, they put the kind of collective of super, what would be classed super. as super producers. But that can't be necessarily... I'm going to give it to Funky Technician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Another yeah. controversial thought. I think the album by The Youngsters. I think, what was the it youngster, called? Yeah. No Mercy or one of them. Yeah. That had like K-Def, yeah. Marley Mar, Pete Rock, Premier. And that came out about a year before Illmatic. Yeah. But that's that's really mentioned. But that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Extended Family, man. We've got to talk about Freddie Fox. Bumpy. And the reason why I say Freddie Fox is that his his shelved album, Crazy Like a Fox, mm. um, it was shelved, I think, for a good 20 years. It came out in like 2008 as mm. a double disc. Mm. But the bonus disc was the original version of the album, which was all produced by DITC. So he, yeah. you'll hear his version of Sound of the Police. So his song over that same beat. The reason why that album didn't come out is because the label was saying, you know, it's a bit too hard. Um, we, I mean, Bumpy Knuckles is, is a hard individual. Yeah, so, you know, pause. He's, um, well, yeah, that's what she said. Many pauses. Yeah, that's um, what she said. So, they're basically, it's funny that people were saying that back in 93, like, yeah, it's too hard. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. you know, if you couldn't release it then, when could you release it? So, yeah. yeah, the family okay. tree is long, man. No, they're, they're ten- like I said earlier, the tentacles of DITC. Tentacles! Tentacles and that. Um, they, they roam wild across Absolutely. black music. I think we should just go into legacy, right? Yeah, so the legacy for me, 
If can I go? On? Yeah, oh, please. One of the greatest crews, groups, collectives in hip hop history, in music history. I mean, behind Rockefeller, right? I said one of. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm fucking. With you. There's no weak links <laughs> in this crew. Yeah, that that is very. That, I think that's a point to hammer home. Yeah, no weak links, bro. No weak. As MCs, producers, and DJs, everyone holds their own, and everyone has something that they're particularly good and gifted at. Uh, supremely gifted yes at that, I think I I don't disagree I think their blueprint runs through the 80s until now Um, you mentioned Young G's before yeah a lot of the biggest selling hip hop artists I am convinced were listening to the ITC Puffy they being, had to Puffy being the main no no they had to be though because um, think about it MVP sampled um, the DeBarge song yeah the t- is it I like it no um, forgotten what the song's called shame on me so it's a DeBarge song. Right. Um, Puffy used the same sample. Yep. Puffy and the Hitmen used the same sample on Stevie One More Chance. Yeah, on One More Chance remix. Yeah. And it's not too far from the imagination that he's probably influenced by DITC. Because remember, Lord Finesse was around Biggie during Ready to Die time. Because he, look, he, J- he J- produced, um, uh, come on, yep. come on. And he produced uh, Suicidal Thoughts. Yeah. Um, Jay-Z, PSA, mm-hmm. that sample. OC used that. Yeah, yeah. Young G's um, used the same. Yeah. It was, I think it was replayed, but it was uh, the yeah, same. It, it was the same sample as uh, day one. I think with the f- with the the success of Big L, Fat Joe, OC, in that time of hip hop, the top tier artists would have undoubtedly be influenced by, by DITC and even the producers. Think about the producers. The producers we now know today. Um, who are still at the top of their game would have been influenced by showbiz, by finesse. 100%. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Everyone from Biggie to Jay-Z to Dr. Dre all gave the ITC a call. Yeah. At some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point. Yeah. Yeah, they came They came to the essence, man. Yeah, they I don't care. I don't care how many records you sold. I don't care. It, yeah, I think that's the th- I think my point earlier about records being sold, why they don't matter. I don't, they don't matter to me, but the way they don't matter because it's that it's the old adage of real recognized real and hip hop and the people who know how hard it is to craft albums to be a top tier artist to be a to be a rapper a DJ all those things can look to DITC and go they are the blueprint mm. that, that is if you want to set the standard high and the bar high you look to DITC agreed you know agreed yeah. and most importantly mm-hmm. last but not least they're still releasing records. Yeah. So what we can expect from DITC, I know I mentioned David Bars is coming soon. Showbiz and AG, still very active. They released an album a couple of years ago called Take It Back. OC has the third and final part of his Sun trilogy coming out really, really soon. Um, I think it's called um, Same Moon, Same Sun, Part 3, Road okay. to Perdition. Yeah. Next year, 2020, is the 30th anniversary of the Funky Technician Ooh. album. And if if my if my spider senses serve me correctly, I think their label Slice of Spice. Shout out to Richard at Slice of Spice. I think they're gonna put out a deluxe Delay. anniversary yep. package yep. of the Funky Technician Diamond D just mm-hmm. dropped a new album mm-hmm. as well. Um, I, th- I think it came through Empire. It's called the Dime Piece. Yes, uh, he part, did. Oh, yeah, part yeah, yeah. two. I did. I listened to that. What was it like? I haven't heard it yet. It's all right. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Give it a listen as a as a. I will. As a Diamond D fan, you will. Listen. Another fun fact: Diamond oh. D has not produced a song on any OC albums. No. Yeah, I was going through the credits. 
He's not produced anything for OC. I mean, OC's featured on the Dime piece too. Yeah, but there's but... there's no Diamond D on any of the OC projects, yeah, okay, okay. which is quite interesting. interesting. That's interesting. But well, yeah, DITC are still out here, and we're still enjoying their music. Yeah, fiftieth the most. Yeah, fiftieth episode. Yeah, man, we had to do it. In another fifty, DITC will still be making records. This is true. See what I'm saying? This when we get to hundred. DITC will this still is be true. Making, right? This is true. This is Excellent. true, man. Let's let's wrap this up. All right. Well, you can follow us on social media at Break the Atoms Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also find us on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, subscribe, review, let us know what you think. Get in touch. And until next time, peace. peace.